Well, hello there and welcome to my corner of the digital universe. Prepare to dive deep, get real, get close, and find out entirely too much about people you likely don't even know. I am Jeremy Griffin and these are my conversations. So grab a coffee and get comfortable, because here we go. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. I am excited about my guest today. Um, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. Well, it'll be interesting for me. I think it'll be interesting for you uh, because uh, this is my uh, Mother's Day podcast. Now it's, uh, what is the one day after actual Mother's Day as we record this. So we'll get into it. But I do have my mom on the show today, Kathy Griffin. And before we get into um, her and talking about what, what it was like to raise a brilliant human being like my sister. Before we get into that, I want to give you a little, uh, just to remind you guys of a little message brought to you by uh, me, actually, and how you can be a part of making this podcast great. So we'll be right back after about one minute or so. If you want to fast forward, just fast forward at your leisure. In a not-so-stable world, it is crucial to amplify the right message. At the Stream Grace Network, our goal is to do just that. We are adding to our stable of podcasters every month, and we are growing. This is where you come in. We want to share in that growth. If you are a small business owner looking to grow your business, we'd love it if you'd consider allowing one of our podcasters to endorse you, your products, or services. The best part? is that endorsement will never stop running in any episode it is a part of, ever. This is a unique and rare benefit in digital advertising. We want everything we do to be uplifting and to encourage positive growth. And we'd love to partner with you. For more information, visit us online at StreamGrace.com or email us at support at StreamGrace.com. God bless. All right. We'd love to have you have a sponsor here on the uh, Conversations podcast, but I already said that for the last minute, so I'm done talking. Mom, how are you? Hi, I'm good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, sure. <laughs> I've been planning on having you on since I did the math, and it's like, oh, Mother's Day is be a great time to have you come on. So months ago, actually. Um, so and you still missed it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, we tried. We were going to get together last week or two weeks ago. That's true. And the weather was bad. So, That's true. You know, you couldn't make that drive in because of the roads. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like not that. true. No, it's not. So, <clears throat> who are you? <laughs> who is Kathy Griffin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who is Kathy Griffin? She's a retired person. Retired. Wow. What's that? <laughs> retired. I know, right? Retired. Retired person living in Hare, Oklahoma. Yeah. Not far from these parts, just way down the road. No, uh, I'm sounding uh, like an Oklahoma. I was going to say, you're down a road a spell. You turn left where the barn burnt down, all yeah. that. Yeah. That's great. So, have you always been a uh, stay at home? retired person <laughs> i don't know what to call you is it hard to interview your mother <laughs> yeah well it's, i'm not really it's, yeah I mean, it's weird that's all right though okay well no i worked my whole life you did i know i did i don't even know why i asked the question the way i did because yeah because you the were answer. there i was there well you weren't there before you were born that's right so let's no. talk let's, let's do this let's talk a little bit about before i was born because this is stuff i i know kind of gray areas but i don't know at all well, that's weird to say out loud. <laughs> anyway. Um, and that's on tape. <laughs> yeah, tape. Because, yeah, that's right. It's not no tape, tape, but that's all right. Um, so when did you know that you were going to have such an extraordinary life? <laughs> I'm asking the questions, you know, the like. The premise you, is a little odd. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's the questions like, you know, when did you stop beating your husband? It wouldn't make sense for me to say wife at this point, but yeah, it's those kind of questions. No, I'm just saying like, so you did some crazy things. I remember growing up and I, I did a lot of crazy you things. You did. And I remember thinking, I used to say, right. I was like, you were in the CIA, right? Right. Yeah. right. Cause let's talk about what was your first job? Let's see. Winchester drive-in. 
Winchester Drive-In. For you local Oklahomans, this is an iconic place. Yes, it's a movie drive-in. Right. Right. That was my first job in the concession stand. That's crazy. You know, we took Jacob there to a drive-in movie a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, you told me about That's that. crazy. Yeah. So how long did you work there? Is it on your resume now? It never would be. No. It never was. Yeah. No. It was just a little job. Yeah. Then I worked at Hillcrest. Hillcrest, what? Drive-in. Drive-in. Oh, that was another one. Is that yeah. Was that the one by the airport? I feel like there was one by, by Will Rogers at one point. I don't know. It was, a, no, it was in South Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, then what? Then Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. I remember that. I was so The reason I remember that is Toy Story. Well, you ate there when you were young, too. Right. Didn't it have like an olive or something for the planet? Or, I don't know. No. I'm trying to remember the icon here or the, the logo. But here's what I do remember. When Toy Story came out, they went to a place called Pizza Planet. Right. And I, right. it was all exciting. Well, for your kids, too. They <laughs> thought, Grandma, you couldn't have worked at right. Pizza Planet. That's that was a animated. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, Pizza Planet, you were a server there? I was, and I was the head of the waitresses. The head of the waitresses? Yeah. The head mistress? That was <laughs> head waitress. Waitress. I didn't know if they say it like they do in, you know, schools. Because they, you know, a lot of times, girl schools, it's the head mistress. Yeah. So, anyway. Good try there. <laughs> I mean, it's just what they say. Um, so, uh, So, okay, what else? What happened after that? Then I went into the office world. Ah. My first job in the office world was as a uh, typist for a court reporter. Oh, okay. So he would do the thing on the machine, and then he would dictate it in the phone. And I got really fast at typing because I'm just going by listening. Yeah, that's fun. It was fun. I liked it. Nice. And then what? We're just going to go down the resume, apparently. Wait, when was I born? I wasn't born yet, right? No. Okay. We're just going to go up to the point. PJ. Prior to pre, Jeremy. Pre Jeremy. <laughs> All right. So then what? So I'm going to start doing that with COVID too. <laughs> I'm going to go PC for oh, pre-COVID. that's real, babe. That is real, isn't it? It is. Uh, man. Man. Um, after that... Here and there, just office just jobs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not much. So this was, uh, how old were you in this time frame? I mean, probably what, 20? 19, 20? Yeah. Something like that? About 20, because yeah. I had you at 21. 21? Okay. And then my whole life changed. Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> I needed You're that. You're welcome. <laughs> Just trust me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you're a single mom. Single mom. I remember you telling me people wanted you to abort me. Tell me about that. I know I said that very nonchalantly. but Yeah, but it is it's, big. Yeah, and and in the 70s, it was a big, that's Huge. that was pretty common. Yeah, it was Roe v. Wade back then, but not when I was pregnant with you. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't. People wanted me to because they thought my life would be easier. Yeah. Not me. That's sad. We want you to abort a child because your life would be easier. Live with that, you know. Yeah. That's that would be harder. Yeah, I would think. I would. I wouldn't think that'd be easier. No, hmm. not. And so, but raising a kid by yourself is hard too. I mean, you sure. know, everything has its difficulty. But I think, I think it turned out exactly how it should have. Well, that's good. Plus, you were such a delightful child. Oh, come on. You were, and you were so cute. Let's talk about that. <laughs> this kid never did a thing wrong. I'm telling you, he was a delightful child. Wow. The only time I had to get on to you was when you had that friend with the long hair. <laughs> I sound like I'm 95. How uh, old are you? I'm 66. 66. I'm mighty proud of that. You had a special effect for 66. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's what we've got. Thank you. For some people, it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> not me. I always look forward, not backward. Right. So. Except today. <laughs> you know. Well, right. We're going back. Yeah. 
Okay, so what do you want to know now? What did I miss? Um, when did you start really settling into senility? <laughs> two years ago. About two I years think. ago. Yeah, huh? two years ago. That's why we're doing the interview. You really want to interview me so you can get to know your son, right? Hey, <laughs> there's an idea that people would love to hear that stuff. Yeah, what's probably that? somebody better than me. But I mean, one of your friends. Oh yeah. Uh, people know who I am. It's fine. I mean, the people who know who I am know who I am. People That's don't know true. me. It's not like I'm famous, but I'm saying the people who know me do know me. You know. Yeah. Anyway, but okay. So yeah. So got off on that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Okay, so um, in this uh, this '70s world, you have a kid. You're a single parent. Um, at, how would you describe the climate at that point? Did you? Because like today, that's pretty common and and i feel Um, like back then like people would look down on you yeah they did at my work they asked me to wear a wedding ring really wow and i lost my job because i had a child it was an all-adult complex i worked in the apartment management oh yeah so yeah i had to wear a wedding ring and make up a story how about that i know that's pretty sad what does that do to you i mean as like internally you're pretty in touch you're pretty in touch with your mental capacities and, and the effects they've had on you. What do you it think It was horrible. Did? It was a horrible lie that I didn't want to tell. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. It is what it is, but, you know, <laughs> I hated it because I thought it was pretty cruel to do that to someone. Mm-hmm. But back in the 70s, yeah, you know, we were coming out of riots and all of that. and know, yeah, it just seems it was a weird. weird. It was a weird time to be that against... A unmarried woman having a child. Yeah, that's the, that's what's strange to me. I mean, today it's not much of anything. Oh, not but, only that. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's almost stranger to be married and have kids at this point. Right. That's more abnormal. Which is I don't know. It's all weird. But I didn't raise you to not have a wife, did I? Because you've been married. Oh yeah. Thirty years or so. That'd be cool. No, twenty five. Twenty five. Oh. I didn't want to make you older than you were. No, it's totally fine. Yeah, 25 in October. Yeah, see? We have been together for about 30 years, so that's probably it. That's how I always go because of high school. Yeah. But, no, you were a really good kid. I didn't have a lot of complaints. I just, when your friend in sixth grade, maybe fifth, he didn't have a phone number. (laughs) Is this the guy that I said was poor? Yeah. That's a fun story. So you tell your version of it, then I'll tell my, my version My version is very short. It's that I, I didn't like the idea that I couldn't call his mom if you were going over there. Yeah. Now, you wouldn't do that with your kids either, would you? No. No, my kids can't leave the house. Well, well. My, my older kids <laughs> have left the house, and they're now adults, and good luck. Um, my youngest, as you know, Jake, uh, no, he doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't have friends. I mean, he has friends. But they're, you know, they're temporal. They're my friend for right now. Well, he's only 10. Right. And he, he's growing up in a post-COVID world. <laughs> right? PC, so, PC. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I say AC, after COVID. ACDC. But we haven't gone to after yet. No, we haven't got there. So um, so tell me, so this, you didn't like me going to this guy's house. What did I say? I'm, I mean, I'm going to answer that question. I remember saying you just don't want me to hang out with him because he's poor (laughs) (laughs) and i was saying you can't hang out with him because i can't call over there and talk to his mother that's not what i heard what'd you hear (laughs) i heard it's because he's poor oh well and you didn't want me hanging out with that riffraff it wasn't like that at all i know i just figured that i should have the phone number of the mom or dad right you know, you should have that information. So how did, I was kind of a stickler about that stuff. Right. Now, uh, I'm going to back up. Uh, when I was six years old, I believe I was six, five or six, uh, you gave birth to my sister. Marla. Marla, which uh, you had to give up for adoption. I know that sucked. <laughs> Sounds like my life is so colorful, doesn't Your it? Your life is colorful. <laughs> just because it's not, you know, entirely. Typical. Well, yeah. I mean, it yeah. just is what it is. Well, in Marla's case. And we know Marla. We love Marla. Yes, She's in our life yes. now. But that's, 
At on the time. 8, 808, she found us. Exactly. Yes. And at the time, it was very difficult. And I got to say, this is the heart wrenching part. Yeah. When you were five, I was pregnant and I was already planning on giving the baby up for adoption. And I said, well, she's going to go live with another family because they don't have any kids. And you said, are you going to give me up too, Mom? Oh, man. You were five years old. That, yeah. That, oh, that hurt my heart. Yeah. Of course, I I told you I wouldn't, but how could you believe me? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. It was awful. It's weird. As you said There's that, I remembered a, that. You did? Just, yeah. It's yeah. Weird. That's when you were trying to say your R's when you were <laughs> Yeah. I, dude, I literally just thought about that the other day. I was driving. Every time I drive down uh, 44th Street. And post. Yeah, yeah, when I'm in that Douglas, area. Because yeah. I remember, like, we'd drive on the way to Grandma's house, and you would have me going. You'd say, say R, and I'd go, aw. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, say, girl. 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 <laughs> hey, but we got there. Yeah. We didn't pay for a teacher no we had no speech therapist that i'm aware of do you know that you wore corrective shoes when you were little yes okay they overcorrected oh wow i I went too far i don't really know (laughs) i know that the outside of my soles on my shoes wear out mine do too so i don't know what that's about yeah maybe maybe we just just walk weird so so yeah so 2008 uh august 8th 2008 was the opening day of the olympics and Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. And that's strange. And then, yeah, got a call from Jennifer or Jen. Uh, who's, Which one? <laughs> I think it was Jen, uh, who said, uh, hey, uh, are you this guy? <laughs> I said, yeah. Hey, your sister's trying to find you. I'm like, what? Because we had been. Oh, Jen. Yeah. Because yeah, we've been, we we had no way of finding her. We always hoped that uh, she could find us. <laughs> So. Uh, excuse me. Well, you know how that happened, don't you? Yeah, you did the registry thing, right? Yeah. I went to the most obvious thing I could find, and that was adoption.com. Oh, there you go. Your cousin Crystal was the one that prompted me to do it. How about that? And she was happy whenever we found Marla or Marla found us. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you couldn't get in contact with them because it was a closed adoption. Right. It's crazy. Hmm. So it was tough. It was very tough. I cried a lot of nights, but lo and behold, she came back to us. Yeah. And we're still buddies. Oh, yeah. Really good buddies. She's sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. So uh, so I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I was uh, was 12 years old for about uh, 12 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, it felt like I was 12 forever. We moved to Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, around that same time, right? Is that when we moved to Pittsburgh? Yeah, I think that was right. You were about 12. And <laughs> this is what I find interesting about today's world. Um, 1989 is when we moved there. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I was able to travel with my friends to downtown Pittsburgh. Dude, I thought about this the other day. Yeah. I mean, would At you... 12. I know. I know. I, I mean, it is. Ride my bike to the trolley station. It was really a, a safe thing. Well, you say that. But. <laughs> you weren't there with me. <laughs> Did I? I mean, I gave a homeless man money. That was just nice, I guess. But I mean, like, you never know what could have happened. Like, he could have like, oh, you know well, what? Well, you weren't you have alone, more money? though. You have friends. Right. Other 12-year-olds. Right. <laughs> Look, at I'm the not, time, listen, I'm not being critical because I went there with other 12 year olds who had parents too. And I, it, <laughs> it was weird because you go to Pittsburgh and you think to yourself, like, I think people in general, that's, that's big city. And we lived, you know, South side, uh, Bethany, Bethel, Bethel, Bethel park. park. Yeah. yeah. And so we would catch the trolley. And I remember it was 11 miles South of Pittsburgh because I remember seeing a sign that said Pittsburgh, 11 miles. Oh, well, <laughs> so, that's good to know. Yeah, nine or eleven. A little late now. <laughs> but but we'd get on the trolley. I knew you were going to Three Rivers. Right. Yeah. We'd go to Three Rivers Park slash Stadium and the Igloo where the Penguins played at the time. And um we'd take our rollerblades or whatever and we'd and or ride our bikes to the thing. I don't even remember locking up our bikes, honestly. I think we just left them. You probably did because it was a trustworthy time. Yeah. It was weird in your life. Because we we would take the trolley everywhere. We'd go to West Mifflin 
these are all places that I just remember their names, but I couldn't tell you much of anything about them. And we'd go to a comic book shop there and buy comics. And and you wouldn't have thought, I, I know coming from Moore, Oklahoma, I would not have thought I was going to slow town America by going to Pittsburgh. Right, but it was just right. so chill. It was, and the people were a high caliber. Yeah. You didn't worry about that. I mean, for heaven's sakes, all these friends you talk about, mm-hmm. their parents let them go with us exactly. down here in a car. Dude, I forgot. Yeah. Two when times. we came home, came back to Oklahoma to visit. Yeah, that was weird. Scott once, Scott right? Scott once. And and Rob? Was it Rob or, or Kevin? Kevin. Okay. I think it was Kevin the second Yeah, time. that's crazy. So, so Scott, I mean, so it was a real chill time. I know I told you this, but I think this is kind of an interesting thing, too. I was telling someone this a story the other day, and, and maybe you, I didn't tell you, you don't remember. But anyway, I got in touch with Scott about a decade ago. Really? Yes. Now, this is a guy, because we moved from Pittsburgh when I was like 14. Right, right. right. And so I I didn't, uh, you know, we didn't have the internet. I mean, Al Gore was just inventing it at the time, so it wasn't quite ready. <laughs> that was Al Gore? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's, I think he says that, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we didn't really keep in touch. Um, and then I just thought, well, hey, we're in an internet age. Let's see if I can find some of these old guys. Yeah. So about 10 years ago, I found uh scott and kevin both and uh became friends with them on facebook we didn't talk or anything because you know that's just it was weird but scott uh somehow we were talking through email but anyway scott said hey uh i have something for you what's your address which i thought was really strange oh and maybe you don't have this not ring a bell to you yet no all right so scott you know (laughs) again i left left in my teenage years and I'm contacting him for the first time in my mid thirties. Right. Right. So long time between there. Yeah. And, uh, so I get this package in the mail and it is the yearbook from the year that I left. Really? Yes. And here's the crazy part. At the end of the year, he took my yearbook around, and had everybody sign it. So I had this essentially like this time capsule. Oh my word. Of, that's awesome. Isn't that amazing? And then he, and then he kept all, a hold of it and it was in mint condition now here's why i'm not surprised he's the guy who got me into comic books he's the guy that had a whatever edition spider-man yeah. hidden behind plastic right, and, right so of course it was in mint condition that makes sense it makes perfect sense but i mean dude but so blown nice away is that yeah because yeah, really i left nice. middle of my sophomore year well uh, they all knew you hated to leave early. we all yeah. hated to leave oh yeah so anyway that was just kind of weird it's but, really nice. And really cool. I mean, And that says a lot about the people up there and uh, exactly. what children they're raising, right. doesn't it? Yeah. And I yeah. shot my first handgun with Scott's mom and dad. They took me to the gun range. And Did I, shot, I know that? Yeah. All well, right. I mean, I don't know that you knew that, but I didn't, we didn't, that wasn't the world we were in. It, we, we asked permission. We did our thing, you know. I was a paper boy. I had a paper route. Yes, you did. Isn't that crazy? It was hard up the hill. <laughs> it sucked. That was the worst hill ever. Very hilly. Yes. Very hilly place. Um, and I never got, I always lost money because I didn't understand how it worked. I thought I'd get a job, they'd pay me. Instead, I had to go collect. And if people didn't pay, I still had to pay for the newspapers that I delivered. Right. You were in business for yourself. Right. right yeah. Still haven't learned. I remember when they stopped, you got stopped. No, the... The bus stopped to let you off to hit a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My first fight in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is that your last two? Yes, it was. I thought so. It didn't last very long. made a statement. Nope. Nope. I was a different cat. And uh, <laughs> my bus driver was... Oh, this is according to legend. I don't... Because he never said this to me. But right. everyone's like, you know our bus driver's a bouncer at a bar. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what we were told. And I mean, he, he could have sure. been, well, yeah. I know. All I yeah. know is, is these kids were making fun of me because of my accent being from Oklahoma, uh, which I promptly got rid of. sorry that make you talk about this. No, it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, I thought I had decided on the way up. I remember being in the back of the black Jeep Cherokee, 1989 black Jeep Cherokee, if I'm not mistaken. I remember driving up, um, and thinking, I don't like who i am i want to be different and i can be because nobody knows me just a fresh start that's really cool really weird too a fresh start for a 12 year old (laughs) it's almost neurotic (laughs) almost but i can see why yeah i mean yeah yeah it's way different in pennsylvania too so it allows you to be who you are right and you guys went up there to find the house without me so you had already kind of been up there and i i didn't know what i was getting into but 
anyway, I knew I wanted wanted to, to be different, and so <clears throat> that it was, was the first house. test. Yeah, it was a great house. This was the first test for me, though, as I thought, okay, I'm not going to be picked on because I wasn't truly bullied. I in Oklahoma, I, I was. I think I was bullied, but the thing is, I they were my friends who so, would bully, yeah, and I wouldn't fight back. And I was like, this is terrible. So when I got there, I thought, well, here it goes again, like. This is going to, I got to decide to do something. And I thought, well, That's okay. pretty smart of you and astute, really, to think, do it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, was, the timing had to be right. Yeah, it was rough. So So then were you known as the bad kid that hits no, people? No, no. It was weird <laughs> because I imagine, well, because I wasn't the bully, right? I mean, they were he starting this stuff. He was bullying you, yeah. So I just said, I asked the bus driver, I said, hey, if I get off right here, will you wait for me? <laughs> and he said, yeah. <laughs> and Maybe so, he was a dude, bouncer, it was man. it was straight out of the movies. I <laughs> yeah. mean, straight out of the movies because the bus driver waits. This kid's name was Eric Wrecker. What a great name for a bully! Wrecker, yeah, it's man. like Scott Farkas. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, he's just got that name or Scat Farkas. I always get that wrong. It's like oh. Scat or Scott. I don't know. It was a weird name. Uh, that's from a Christmas story for those of you who are wondering what I'm refer- referencing there. Little Ralphie just goes to town on yeah, the bully, Mr. Farkas. So anyway, um, so I get off the bus, Eric Recker, captain of the hockey team. We didn't even know what hockey was in Oklahoma at the time. <laughs> I mean, kind of did. Right. So I get off the bus and what I remembered about fights growing up here was you, you walk around each other and you say, throw, throw the first punch. Everyone says, throw the first punch. And I just thought, you know, I, I mean, this is going to go to blows. So I'm just going to start. And so I just, I walked. I'm not going to get your permission. I mean, yeah, yet. I wasn't going to wait for this weird conversation. I'm like, let's just get in this. And yeah. so I just, wa- I didn't run or anything. I just walked casually up to him and just clocked him three times. Just hit him in the face three oh, times. I didn't know you had three times. Yeah. Wow. I do everything in threes. Actually, I buy everything in twos, well, which is a whole other conversation. Kids, so that's yeah, true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, maybe I did just punch him twice. I don't know. But I punched him twice in the face. All I know is I was really proud of you. Well, <laughs> I mean, Thanks, it's, Mom. Uh, that's <laughs> spoken that's, like a true yeah, mother. Really. Yeah. No, well, what's weird is like when I go up there to, you know, I, I punched him twice and then he just, I didn't knock him out or anything like that. I just punched him twice and he took off running and, and his statement, because they called me Oklahoma. And I just heard him kind of with that whine, what's your problem, Oklahoma? <laughs> and I'm like, you've been calling me names for like three months or however long it was. However long. And, and so anyway, but I get back on the bus and it's like cheering. <laughs> Everyone's really? screaming and cheering. and He must have been a jerk to other people. He was. And that's he was. that was the final Scary draw. thing is, I wish I could interview him now today because since that day, his life has spiraled downward into a pit of despair. Well, Probably. I mean, if the movie rings true. Yeah. It, you know, if the ending of the it's movie It's very is, Karate Kid, really. It is very Karate Johnny, Kid. Really Johnny's is. life has spiraled down. Meanwhile, um, you're doing uh, just fine. what's his Thank name? Uh, Karate Kid. Uh, Daniel. Daniel's done great. Daniel's done great. So um, I don't have a car dealership yet, but I'm well on my way. Yeah. I think you've got the whole promo thing Apparently, worked out. Yeah. No. So anyway, that was weird. I... Uh, uh, but that that was that was it. That was my last fight, and and there was this legend then grew, you know, of big bad Jeremy. this guy from Oklahoma. <laughs> he doesn't mess around. Like, don't, just don't even mess with him because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, just don't I wasn't mess with even him. upset like, about it because I knew I knew what you were doing and yeah. what you did. So that was weird. So yeah, it was my last. That was really my last fight ever. Because even when I moved back to we moved back to Oklahoma, it was I did get into another scuffle. But I kept the same mentality. And so I only had one scuffle when I got back into high school in Choctaw, and that was that was it. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> you had a pretty diverse life up until 16, really. Yeah, taken after well, my, then, my old mom. Then, <laughs> yeah, right. Then you married the girl next door or the girl across the street. I did. She and was that thrilled me. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think I was far more thrilled than you, just in general. I don't know. I was pretty thrilled. That's true. So, yeah. So, anyway, we, uh, you know. Remember when I used to have your, uh, the youth over at my house? From A uh, lot of the girls from the church. From the church mm-hmm. And we used to sing. Yeah. Me and Lori and other people. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and other people. Well, 
Why? Yeah, no, I, why? it was fun. I we, don't have we to still name do all the people. No, it's all right. I mean, I named Eric Recker, so. I know, that's a really good name. It's a great name. <laughs> I mean, he probably a great thought dude. Of that. Today, we'd probably hang out and have beers. I don't know. He could drive a Wrecker. Mm. That would be so cliche. It's like that dentist that I went to named Crentis. <laughs> Yeah. I think he became a dentist same because thing. his name was Crentis. It's the same thing, man. It's pretty much <laughs> the same thing. So, uh, so Mother's Day. How do you feel on Mother's Day? Feel neglected by your son? No, not unless you don't call or write. Okay. I did send you a letter last Mother's Day, but I sent it on Mother's Day, which makes it late because that's a Sunday. and That's not true. I Only think. once I had to call you and say, Jeremy, happy Mother's Day to me. <laughs> I know. When was that? It was that not was long ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, just a couple years ago. And you were like, oh, I've been meaning to call you. And I'm like, well, I gave Dude, you till 10 o'clock. I know. This happened. Sorry. This happened to Marla on her birthday uh, this year. Because you had, I had, I have it in my calendar. Like, I, you know, I have lots of things. And I'm like, all right, Marla's birthday is Monday. Marla's birthday is Monday. And it was Sunday. It was the so, third, yeah. And in my mind, I don't know what I was thinking because, like, it came up. And even when it came up, I'm like, all right, tomorrow I got a messenger. Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I was very aware. And there, and in fact, I was all proud of myself because, like, first thing in the morning, I wake up, boom, I'm texting my sister, right? Because I'm ready for it. <laughs> and then, as I'm before I actually hit send, I just double checked the calendar out of just thing. I'm like, weird. It's not on there anymore. <laughs> and, and in my mind, I'm like, her birthday's on the third. I thought. And so I go back and sure enough, I'm like, son of a gun. So I added, uh, better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> Something. But it was so, it's just frustrating. Cause you're like, man, you work so hard to make sure you don't forget. And then you Plus not, you have a mom you know, that reminds you. Right. Yeah. You reminded me and I'm like, no, 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 I got it. <laughs> no, no, I got this. I'm walking in. <laughs> I've got this. And then. And then I didn't. And that's the end of that movie. Yeah. And that yeah. was like, that was this year. So I expect for Did her to text happy me. happy belated or anything? No, I said better late than never after saying it. Oh. And then, and then I expect her uh, to, you know, text me on July 5th. Pay, pay back. Absolutely. Maybe work. Like maybe not even text me at all. And, she and, and you know what? Because a lot of people don't message me because, you know, it's a holiday. That's the coolest thing about you. you That's the coolest thing about me. has well. nothing to do with me. That's great. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's really go with this one for a while. The coolest thing about me is my birthday. Well, I mean, I think it was cool. <sighs> it's cool. You weren't but you've due. made it the coolest thing about me. Yeah, I know that's it's probably, probably fair. Let me be it's honest. Probably it's probably not, fair. <laughs> it's probably not the coolest thing. About I think you. my my fire pit's pretty dang cool. Your fire pits. I are enjoy awesome it. as Marla would say. She was raised <laughs> she in was New York. Raising. That and and man, I'm going to tell you this is, and I'm sure you have your own experience with all this, but it is a, in a very interesting emotional dynamic to have a sister and. Like I, when I tell people this, it's so weird because I say I was raised an only child. I have to say it like that because I was raised an only child. But you, but were, I have, I mean. a, I, but <laughs> yeah. I have a sister, and I, I am in relationship with my sister and have been for for over well, what thirteen years now. Yeah. And so it's weird because like that's a very hard thing to just say in passing. Right. When they say how many kids do you have, right. I say two, and then they my friends out at the the home right anyway they say, i'm glad we got you out for this interview yes i really do appreciate that and i drove myself you did i know um no they'll say they did this the other night so how many kids do you have two boy and a girl one in florida one in oklahoma mm-hmm so were they hard to raise? Well, <laughs> now that's a whole nother pineapple. Right. You know, you just have right. to go past it. Well, and I, I have a tendency of saying, you know, I don't understand the sibling relationship when I'm talking about kids. Because I understand what I have with my sister now. But, right. I, but I didn't grow up with her, so I didn't know right. what that, so you know. you weren't, you didn't get that bonding. Right, right. And that's the only way to get it is yeah. to keep in touch. I've learned very much from this whole relationship with Marla is you really can get a close bonding yeah. with her by messenger or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
thing we use. Sure. It's like anything else. If you stay on top of it, you're good. Yeah. It's staying, it's keeping in touch with, it's keeping your relationship active. Active, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like Lori does, I, I think I probably message and, and speak with my sister as often as Lori speaks with her brother and he lives here. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, and that's true of brothers and and siblings in general. I mean, I don't know how often you, you reach out and talk to my aunts and uncles, but, or uncle, but, but like, Gabe and Noah, my older boys, I mean, they hang out or they don't hang out. They talk to each other, but usually because of gaming, like they just have, because they have the same friend group. They grew up, you know, so close to each other's age. Right. But I noticed something about Gabe when we went out to see him the other night. Yeah. And it was this. Right in front of us was a crowd of people with kids, Mm -hmm. like 10 and under sort of. And I noticed immediately that Gabe had this immediate draw to those kids, and he was yeah. just so kind. And I thought that's because he's learned it with his other brothers. Yeah, little yeah. well, little Jake. Yeah, little Jacob. It's funny because he his uh, yeah he does good with his littlest brother. There's yeah, a big. They're there's really a, big buds. Yeah, aren't there's they? a look up to factor there. I'm reminded of the movie. Uh, was it Stand by Me? Where his older brother, you know, he was kind of his the hero. Jerk, yeah. No, the older brother was a good guy. Oh, the oldest. It was played by John Cusack. For those who are on the edge, you only saw him in flashbacks because he died in a car crash. Cusack. Cusack. What did I say? Cusack. Well, sometimes I say jalapeno. Sometimes I say jalapeno. <laughs> I try not to do the yo for no. some reason. I don't feel natural, even though that's got a Cusack. Cusack, John Cusack. <laughs> no, it's, we've said it too many times. That just sounds weird. So my point is, is that that's how Jake is with uh, with Gabe, I think. He, he looks up to him. He really loves him. As but Jake doesn't, or Gabe doesn't take him to go catch bazillion fish. And I'm not sure why that doesn't happen. Other than Gabe doesn't know how to catch fish. Well, that might be the first problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could do other things. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, so I didn't understand the sibling relationship. I just, you know, I just didn't. But yeah, you couldn't really get into that until now or until the last several years. Yeah, well, in the first, uh, gosh, six six months or so. That was so weird. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, There was Mar- a lot of emotion. Yeah, Marla and I were on the phone like every day for hours, 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 hours. I was... Uh, yeah, that's another. Well, you're dying story. to know the ins and outs of each person, right? And what is amazing to me is the parallels. You know? Oh yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? That's how you really figure out the how the DNA, bloodline. how that really plays <laughs> right, into right. things. Because I mean, you couldn't have been more separated. Yet, you know, there's so many characteristics that are just so identical. It's just weird. Yeah, but. Anyway, yeah. So, so that's that was odd when we first got into the meat of yeah. the situation, um, because we didn't know who we were dealing with, really. Right. So it was weird. Well, I mean, in real life, we didn't know who we were dealing with. Could have been a crazy person. Sure. She probably is a little crazy because of me. Well, but, we're all know, crazy yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Lori and I went up and saw her within, what, three months, I think, of her finest. Yeah. Well, we went October of that I, year. I figured you were going, I never did ask you about this, but I figured you were going up there to check her out. No. <laughs> no. No, I was going up there to see her. Wow. I mean, look, I thought you had an ulterior motive. No, no. I Well, we talked on the phone. I mean, well, true. I, I jumped in head first. I'm like... Cause you were so happy to have a sister. Well, you? and I think the thing is, you know, her and I both talked about this. We had nothing to do with any of the decisions that were made. Like no. there was no, there was nothing to get over for her and I, nothing to get past, none of that stuff. We just, Hey, finally, yeah. Somebody in our life that, and I mean, imagine for her being adopted, cause I'm an empathetic guy, as you well know. So I put myself in her position a lot and I thought, man, like I would want to know a lot of things that's why i for me i mean i just wanted to be a part of that and then i wanted to know who she was you know so yeah so when we went up there to see her well, it was plus cool. she went without a dad until i got right. married and he adopted you yeah exactly 
I mean, there's a lot of things there's you've a lot gotten of stuff. through. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, it was <clears> it was cool, and um, and then we went back. You know, I, I I enjoyed being able to go back there with you, and you know, be a whole part of that whole reunion. That, that was, was crazy. awesome. Yeah. And you lied to me, both of you. I don't remember what about. Yeah. You both said that the Empire State Building was right down there. <laughs> yeah. You thought any building that was tall was going to get past that. Well, yeah. I just, yeah, because I you remember. You didn't want to go to the statue. The well, she. what's funny is she grew up in on Long Island, so New York City was like, eh. And when I went to New York City, um, I don't even know, did we go? I don't think we went. Lori and I don't think we went there uh, when we were there. I think we you just stayed. You didn't go stayed. to New York? No, I think we just stayed there on Long Island. Um, we went up and picked pumpkins. And Did you stay at her house? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Anyway, so then I came back and started working for the Thunder. <laughs> that was weird timing. That's why I missed the first seasons of the, the first, not season, first uh, opening night. Oh, because of Marla, the whole situation. because yeah, I was in... Their, their opening opener was in October, and I was there meeting my sister for the first time. Yeah, that was so. only a few months, three months. Yep. Wow. So anyway, well, um, we dwelled on that long enough. Well, it's a good story. It's, it's it is a good story. Well, how many nobody's other really mothers- going to listen to this podcast anyway? I mean, it's to me, we're all of my conversations are simply that they're just conversations. If people want to listen, they listen. If they don't, hey, I don't blame them. I don't blame them either. You know, but you know, but I'm going to tell you that was. That was the biggest reward I could have had in my life. Yeah. Is to have her back in our lives. Oh, yeah. For better or worse. And it all has turned out to be better. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about your professional career because. Sure. I think that's pretty cool. So you, you went to work for the first time, I believe, at AOPA. Correct. Um, Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Which there's a magazine. It's all connected, I believe. That yeah. They're all part of the same entity. But that is a uh, that is an aircraft registration place now. Or, what, what, oh, is you it? Would th- no, sorry. Let's back up. I mean. <laughs> I know. You would think I would know this because of the rest of the story. But uh, for those who are uninitiated, that's like uh, escrow companies for, for, uh, for homes, but for airplanes. For airplanes, right. right. So you, you did that out of a temp service, is that correct? I did. I went, well, no, I went to the unemployment office, and they recommended this job. Oh, okay. So double great, yeah. right? So I learned all of the ins and outs of airplane deals. Right. And so you did that for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you were doing that before we went to Pennsylvania. You left, yes, you had to quit. I was working for Arrow Records. Right. Yes. Sharon Hoagland. Sharon Hoagland, Dorothy. And Dorothy, I remember that. Um, you should, because they liked you a lot. Oh, that's nice. Well, they liked you a lot. Um, so, so when you moved back, you went back to work in the aircraft industry when we moved back from Pennsylvania. Not straight away, I don't think, or maybe you it did. It was pretty fast that... Oh, it was pretty fast that I went back to work at Arrow Records. Okay. But then my lawyer, my divorce lawyer, right. He wanted to open up a title company. So that was my first partnership. Oh, yeah. And it was bad timing the 91 era, you know. Mm. But then I went to work um I started my own company after. Oh, I went no, to work well, at Dixie Air. Well, and you worked for Neil for a little bit I too. I did work for Neil. Yeah. yeah. You follow my, you follow my work, do you? Uh, well, <laughs> you're kind of a legend. I know. <laughs> so yeah, in so my you, own mind. So we we back up. Well, so you went back into the industry, but then yeah, we, uh, I started working when you were at Dixie Air. I started doing uh, runs for right. you guys and back in and forth. And number changes. And number changes, and then I became a documentation specialist and would file Did documents. Did you now? <laughs> that was my title. Okay. Don't don't get on me just because you were all queen of the escrows. Uh, well, listen. I just remember when we started Griffin Title, and I'll let the law speak for what who started what because you know. Yeah. But <laughs> I said, "Well, you need to file those," and you said, "Okay." And you threw them on the floor, papers. Oh uh, well, yeah. We you were, were we teaching fought. mom. We fought all the time. Yeah. No, well, I was. Uh, I don't miss that. 
Yeah, I cleared up title. That was my favorite thing to do was clear up title discrepancies and stuff like people. Oh, had that's issues. cool. Yeah. And it was it did was like solving like a mystery. I, I did. I failed all the time. Like and well. I say failed. I mean, it's it's almost a dead end almost every time you start. But um, but man, when you start trying to figure out, it's like because people have weird stories, man. They're like, I called a guy. He was the registered owner of a, a helicopter with the FAA, I called this guy the number that the FAA provides because the aircraft had tried to sell on, you know? And he's like, I never had a helicopter. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So you're in the middle of a big scam well, then, something dude. here is really weird. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I never had an aircraft. Um, <laughs> so I called the guy that hired us. I'm like, uh, bro. I didn't say it like that, but you know, you're like, he said, well, I got this, this guy I met in a bar named Bubba. (laughs) There's no lie. And I said, you've run against a Bubba. You, well, yeah, you just, Bubba and Bubba. Yeah. I just said, dude, you, okay. Well, I can't take this any further. The only, this is who the FAA wants to sell you the aircraft. If you don't have a bill of sale from this cat right here. You don't own a haircut. Or a death certificate. <laughs> or, and some, right. Yeah, some some yeah. form of proof that this guy passed it on to you. So, yeah, that was fun. But you started your own company. And, uh, and we, we started it. I believe I did coax you into starting this company. I believe you helped, yes. And you hired my girlfriend to be a receptionist. Just for a week while she was on spring break. Is that what it was? Yeah. Then we talked her out of going back to college. So she stayed. So she stayed. <laughs> and she's still in the business. I was going to say, now she runs the documentation department. And if I asked, if I told her I was a documentation specialist, she would also laugh at me. I'm sure. Right. Well, I didn't mean to laugh. No, it's okay. I didn't. I was, that was what my business card said. I didn't give myself that title. <laughs> Somebody gave it to me. I learned that from Dorothy and Sharon. You don't give them money. You give them a title. Yeah. That's really heartless. It is heartless. <laughs> But it makes people feel better about their jobs when all they're doing is, well, wow, it's no. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody who, no one's going to listen to this. I'm that really is going to be hurt. No, uh, but truthfully, it wasn't. You didn't have to have a rocket science no. mind to do what we were doing. You just had to be smart and. Yeah. You know. Well, you had to. Yeah, there had to be a level of common sense, which is far from it's common. It's really rare anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you did that for a bunch of years and then um, we had a pretty big uh, financial challenge. <laughs> wow. Was that crazy or yeah. what? So we had uh, one of the employees took money. From your poor old sick mama. Not even. From the company's escrow fund. It wasn't even your money. That's true. It wasn't my money. And we all went to court. It would have been part of my money. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually. And the fees. Yeah. But, yeah, we had to go to court. And I'm sorry you had to go to court. That's I right. had to go to court. Yeah, because I didn't work there after, what, but three months? But your name was on the but brochure. my name was on the brochure. <laughs> I stopped working there after three months You of were proud starting. to have it on there until then, weren't you? <laughs> uh, I mean, at that point, it didn't matter. But uh, it had been yeah, 11 years. Yeah, embezzlement's a dangerous thing. Yeah. It can hurt lives. Yeah. Well, it did. I mean, you lost your company and lost a lot of crap, really. But you got your health. <laughs> well, the reason uh, I lost it is because I was sick at no, the time. I know. That's the funny part. That is funny. I mean, because now you have now your you health. Now you have your health, yeah. Well, hey, that probably saved my life. I think it did. I think it did. For sure. So, anyway... Um, yeah, but Lori's well, still doing it. That's what she does for a living, has for 25 years. she's chosen it. It's a good career. Yeah. And it's not boring. What's weird is I believe she's now worked for, she works for Insured. I think she's worked for them longer than she worked for Griffin Title at this point. She worked for 11 years when right. we were open. But we've been, she worked there before we were married, but we've been married for 25 oh, years. Oh, that was 2007 or 8 she went to work there. At Insured? Yeah. Yeah. She had been in there a couple times. Yeah, probably 2000. Yeah, it was probably 2000. Well, whenever the company closed. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> she worked there until the end of 2008 uh, or 2009 because of the financial crash of 2008. It kind of yeah. had a slow effect anyway. So she got laid off, but then went back to work there. Actually, she worked for one of our business partners at 
uh, the Stream Grace Network. Oh, really? She worked for uh, Vance there for a couple years and then, or a year. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then went back to work in the industry and has been there ever since. It's kind of one of those industries you never lose touch, you know? You never yeah. lose what it's all made of. Although today I can't even imagine what they have to go it's through. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of changes, but it's still the same thing. You remember when we first started, I was thinking, Man, they don't even use computers. <laughs> and today I think, man, they really don't even use computers. I mean, they do now, but dude, it was it they're still really way behind I on know things. they would be. And when your only choice is to go through the FAA. Yeah, it's brutal. Brutal would be the word. I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. But it was a good fun time of my life. What do you do now? Oh, you know. With your days. I have my programs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go down to the to the uh, um, center and watch people sing gospel music? No. Oh. I do could you, do that in church. That's true. Do you do you? Uh, let's see what what other things do people? No, the do? senior center is kind of weird, but they do bring us a meal every day. That's nice. Every week. Is it good? Well. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say you know I eat out a lot and I like it. Yeah. But not bad sometimes it it saves money for sure there is that that flies in here oh mom just took care of a fly good you job know. mom maybe no nope, yeah. it's still there but it, don't worry it's just, iffy. just uh, sorry about that yeah jake let it in last night and we can't <laughs> can't get it out now i don't know how he saw to let it in well he didn't but um there it's now it's by me okay we're gonna live with it because we only got eight minutes left all right so so yeah yeah so yeah you spend your days now crocheting and uh what do you do no i play games and i watch my shows your programs <laughs> do you watch your programs they're not called programs what are they called shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, you're you're I a modern a, modern granny a aren't you of, yeah i'm pretty modern yeah like you no. ordered your own. You ordered a new iPhone today. Yes, that was awesome. We Thank lunch. you for your help. Well, don't tell everybody I helped you because that was part of the thing. You ordered your own iPhone. Oh, well. I actually, in fairness, actually, all I, I did, did order you it. did, and all I said was what to search. I just said search these two words, and boom. Like I really wouldn't have come up with those you, two words. You would have. That's the point. Oh. People ask me all the time. Well, I know questions I didn't that know I say. Where to go Hold get on, it. and I pull up usually a search engine. We'll just say that I pull up a search engine and I type exactly what they just asked me, and I say, "Well, it looks like maybe this, this, and this." Oh, great, thanks. Well, I know, but I just thought you had an inside <laughs> knowledge since you're an Apple guy. Well, I uh, the only thing I do is do what I would do if yeah. I was looking for because you wanted a, a refurb, you didn't want a new one. So I'm like, well, okay, I would search for No, refurb. I didn't really want a refurb, but I didn't have a thousand dollars. Well, here's a yeah to spend on a new phone. And, and I'm not yeah. gonna because apples are good products. Well, yeah, I mean my phone is I'm working off of a generation back or two. Are you? Yeah. Huh. I don't yeah, I don't just buy the newest one anymore. I used to. I did that when we had a recycle not a recycle, but when I ever you know, I had the two older boys at home, they all had phones. So everyone's phone would just rotate oh, down. Oh, that's true. So I'd buy one new phone, then Lori would get my old one, and then one of the boys would get her old one on, on a, every Boy, other poor cycle. poor Jacob. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get anything now. He doesn't get anything because screen time to him is like heroin, and oh. so we just regulate the tar out of his screen time. And that means that he doesn't have a phone and won't for the foreseeable future. Are you harder on Jacob than you are your other boys than you were? No. Easier. Oh, really? I mean, lazier well, is the appropriate you're term. You're just tired. <laughs> I'm 10 years older than I was with those boys at this makes age. Makes a big difference, doesn't it? Makes it makes an incredibly big difference, yes. And, I, you know, it's hard. This is an interesting thing because we had kids 22 years old. We had Gabe and then 23. We had Noah. And then at 34 or 33, whatever it was, we had Jake. Man. That's a large distance, man. Well, and you just don't expect it. But see, with the first two boys, I was spry. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're not listening to me. Carry both of but, them But here's the thing. It's so common. Car. Most of the people that are, that we, like the parents of kids 
my youngest son's age are all our age because everyone just waited 10 years to start having kids. So a lot of people our age have kids. Their oldest is Jake's age. And so I I get that a lot that I don't look old enough to have a son who's 22. 22, And I'm like, well, I'm 44. It's not like I had him. Yeah. I mean, we actually, we we got married. Well, yeah. And we got married at 20. It's not like we had a kid right away. I mean, for some people that is right away, but two years of being married and then we had kids. That was so thrilling. Yeah. That's the coolest thing you could have ever done for me is have three boys that I love to death. Consider it your birthday and Christmas presents for here till eternity. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but you know, it's kind of cool. Gabe, Gabe does most of the music for our string grace network stuff. And that's kind of neat. He's a talented guy. He does. Very good. talented. Noah's a super spy in, uh, in Maryland for the air force. That's are, all I can are say. Are we calling that a super spy? I call him a super spy cause he can't tell me what he does. I feel like that's pretty secretive. I mean, he can sort of tell me. I know what he does in general sense, but he can tell me nothing specific. And we had to pass all sorts of background checks and security clearances. And I remember that. that. That's yeah. weird. I know. And but he doesn't have to take the COVID shot, which is also I'm wondering weird. about that because he's in the military. Yeah, he had to take 20-something other vaccinations upon entering the military, but the COVID vaccination is totally optional. It should be. It should be. But yet, uh, it's less optional for people of the general public. (laughs) Really? Yeah. If you want to go shopping at certain stores at some point, you've got to either wear a mask. or I mean, this is where we're headed. And and if you want to know more about my feelings on this, you can listen. COVID vaccines. You can listen to the Scatter Shooting Podcast that airs every Wednesday and hear me rant and rave on the regular. Oh, wow. Cool. That was for other people. You can listen to if you I want. I mean, I would like to listen to it's that. It's good. It's got Randy Renner. It's his show, but I'm co-host. Or cohort. 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 I'm not cohort. I'm cohort. <laughs> I'm not cohort. No. No, because I'm not hurt. And there are times I'm not coherent, <laughs> which is another thing altogether. So, anyway, there's, uh, that's it. We got, we got just a few minutes left. So. Why don't you uh, take this time, if there's anything that you would like to share with the world, because even though we maybe only have a handful of regular listeners, um, 15 years from now, after the world has been destroyed, I have made preparations for these podcasts to live on. So somebody's going to come across (laughs) these and be hungry for human interaction because most of the humans will be dead. And they're going to want to hear what you know a mother and son talked about on a mother's day podcast and that person right now that's who you're talking to what do you want to say to that person i want to say that my son has given me a lot of joy all right a lot of joy and that it was worth every minute of headache heartache cool thanks what were you trying to get out of me? Well, I just want to tell him, uh, you know, you can use Vaseline and cotton to start a fire. You can also um, use a battery and steel wool if you can come across that. Because 15 years from now and all human life is pretty much eradicated, he's going to need to start a fire. So if you have... So he's going to search through all these podcasts <clears throat> to find the one that has your mom on it? No. Nope. No, he's just going to be listening because he's going to binge it. I mean, this is only going to get him through like a week. Yeah. I mean, really. Right. Because what else are you going to do? Right. Um, But he needs to know how to get that fire started because it's getting colder. Probably. (laughs) For somebody listening to this right now, it's getting cold. It is. uh, Far in North Alaska. Well, even, yeah. Well, now that the poles have shifted, even down, you know, in South America, which is now the new arctic circle probably i don't know hey uh i had i mean this was fun i hope you enjoyed being on the I show i had fun because we learned a couple things from each other wow we all grew a little bit and i we think that's really what it's all about bit. oh make a rainbow jeremy make a rainbow <sighs> well i want to thank all i want to thank you for being on the podcast and i also would like to thank all of those listeners out there who did listen today <laughs> And uh, if you want to hear more stuff like this, uh, think about it, because I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, God bless you guys, and we will see you next time.